No need to fear. The IKP is here. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Isaiah Kit Podcast, the IKP. Uh, I'm your humble and highly favored host, Isaiah Kit. So <clears throat> I know everybody. I know everybody. Anxiety levels are up sky high due to the election. You know, election around. It's you know, it's election. You know, it's been going on for a few days. <laughs> I don't. You know, who knows what's going on with Nevada? <laughs> I don't know, but. I don't know, but this is a place where, you know, we're going to talk about sports, no election, no politics, none, you know, talk about sports. Uh, I'm bringing on guests. I've I, I, I brought on Ron from the M&R show last, um, on, the, on the previous episode. You can go back and listen to that if you haven't listened to it. Um, and now on this episode, I'm going to bring on Coach Lee. He's going to be really insightful, great football mind. Um, so we're going to chop it up, NFL talk, some college football talk, a little bit of college football talk, but... I hope you guys enjoy this episode, but also, I'm sorry, I'm not doing my top 10 list, I'm sorry, I'm not doing my predictions, um, you, you, you know, I'm, you, you guys mostly know what my top 10 list would probably look like, I did make some new, uh, you know, some new team, put some new teams in it, made some new wrinkles, but I save it for next week, I save it for next week, my top 10 teams, I promise I will get back to doing that, um, just just only for this week. Only for this week. I won't do my top 10 teams and I won't do my predictions. But I do have a guest, Coach Lee, and I'm going to bring him on. Enjoy the rest of this episode. <clears throat> so as mentioned, I, I you know, this week I've been bringing on guests after guests. I got, so you, this is one of you guys' favorite. Uh, I typically I typically don't know why. I keep, I, I keep bringing them back on here and I keep, you know, spanking them. But... Uh, welcome back, Coach Lee. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Isaiah Kid Podcast. <laughs> uh, thank you for having me on, man. I, I enjoy uh, anytime I get the chance to to talk uh, talk with you, and and I don't know about that thinking. I'm, I, I've I've been doing a pretty good job. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I got you. I got you. So. um... Let's get into it. Okay, so you you came on here pre well before the season, not so much preseason because we, we didn't have no preseason. But you came on here before the season. I got you on, and you stated your predictions. Um, some of them have gone away. Some of them have gone pretty well. Um, now tell me because you 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 I I think we're similar on Lamar Jackson and his play style. I think the better teams in the league. Are starting to catch up to him. Um, I think I, I'm not saying that he's you know he, he's not good. He's good. He's a good quarterback. But the league, the, the the better teams in the league, the Pittsburghs, the Kansas Cities, the Tennessees, they're catching on, um, and they're and they're they're finding ways to to limit you know pick out his limitations and his flaws. Give me your take on Baltimore. Like, do you think they're a Super Bowl team? Do you think Lamar is going to get over the hump this year? No, no, I don't. Um, I think that um, Lamar Jackson haven't solved his his uh, his problem with throwing the ball uh, down the field towards the numbers mm-hmm. to the outside receivers, um, and um, and you you got to be able to compete the long ball to to win these games. Um, you know they they have. Pretty good running game. Yeah, their their defense isn't as good as it's been. So teams like Kansas City and and, and uh, 
Pittsburgh. Um, those those teams are going to school, right? And um, and you know, it, it, like Pittsburgh did, they forced Lamar to turn over the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he, he still had a pretty good game, but no one can overcome a four a four turnovers in a game. And I mean, even though they had a chance to win at the end, um, I, I just don't think I don't think they can they can beat Kansas City. Um, yeah, you know <clears throat> um, the playoffs coming may be a different deal, but um, yeah, I don't think they can beat Kansas City. Yeah, I, I mean with Lamar, I we I mean I must give Coach Lee his credit um his props on this one. I mean, he called it. He been called this one. I, I've been, we've been, we've been about the same on Lamar. Uh, he had a great MVP season last year. Um, the way how Baltimore, Greg Roman, and uh, John Harbaugh played to his strengths um, and really like opened up this offense um, last year, it caught it caught the league by surprise. It caught the league by surprise. But even in a COVID year, the better coaches in the league, the better teams in the league. Um, they have caught on. They they, they have caught on. Um, the, like I said, the Chiefs, the Steelers, the better teams, the teams that Lamar is going to have to beat in the playoffs, they're catching on. And I mean, his mechanic. I don't I, like. I I know you you I I know you probably watched the game on Sunday. Like he's a he he hasn't been completing the ball all that well. Um, the the Ravens passing attack is ranked is ranked thirty first in the league. Can you tell me what like is it a mechanic issue? Is it do, do the Ravens need more weapons? I mean, because when I look at them, uh, uh, like is is this mechanics all on point, or if are guys just not getting open? Um, I think he needs to get better with compete with completing passes on the boundaries outside the numbers. Can you tell me like is it the mechanics? What is it? So. Um... So basically, they designed the defense. I mean, they designed the offense to match his strengths, and his strengths is that, you know, that play action, mm-hmm. um, RPO type of uh, of scheme. And so, right. those passes come in the middle of the field. You know what I'm saying? Um, the tight end gets a lot of uh, catches and things like that of that nature, slants and digs. And so now defenses know this. So defense that can play man to man um, and and play the middle of the field, they do very well. And so um, those guys aren't able to get open in the middle of the field anymore. Mm. And even though they run the ball very well, you know, it's it's a point where okay, run the ball then. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather you run the ball than than beat me in the RPO right. or uh, or play action. And so that's how they're playing these guys. And um, you know, Hollywood is probably uh, a fast receiver and and he can get deep, but um, Lamar just not accurate throwing the ball deep and down the numbers. Yeah, you know he's not accurate throwing out the deep out or the comebacks. He's just not accurate enough to do that. And I don't know if it's. I mean, mechanics play a part, um, but it's just um, 
it's, it's also his arm strength as well. You know mm. what I mean? So, um, he tends to turn, he tends to throw interceptions on, on deep outs and comebacks. Mm-hmm. And even 50-50 balls. Um, and that's just, I don't think he has a a big enough wide receiver on the outside either. And so, yeah. um, you know, Dez is, you know, on the practice squad right now, but probably in a couple of weeks, Dez will probably be, um, he'll probably show up and play. And we'll see if Dez still has something. So, yeah. you know, he can be the possession receiver, the outside receiver that, to see if, you know, Lamar needs, you know, Lamar needs that. But um, at this point, I just don't, uh, I think he needs to take the next step of development, and he hasn't yet. And I don't know if he ever will, you know, because like I told you guys a while back, you know, defensive coordinator is going to yeah. learn how to stop uh, what he does best. You did. And once they once they do that, you know, he has to develop himself into uh, something else, and he hasn't gotten there yet. Yeah, you did. Um, that's what I said. He, you, you, you've been, you've been on this Lamar thing in Baltimore for. I mean, dating really dating back to last year. Um, you called it. I mean, he's. It's, it's nothing to take away. This is not um like bash on Lamar, but this is just what he needs to work on. I think. Um, yeah, I, I just don't see. I like I like Kansas City. Obviously, Pittsburgh looks pretty good. Um, I think they have a better. I think Pittsburgh has a better overall roster than Baltimore. Uh, I mean, just looking at it. I mean, I thought I thought Baltimore could have gone out and and added another receiver, but I guess like you said, we have to see what Dez looks like. Um, I I, I would expect Dez to be acclimated or activated to the. To the Baltimore, I mean, to the Baltimore's like fifty-three man roster, uh, so they can get him out there and see what Dad still has. But I think, you know, you, you mentioned throwing outside of the numbers, uh, the offensive philosophy, and then not really having a, a a big receiver that can you know that can go across the middle or catch jump ball fifty-fifty jump balls on the sideline. Um, so okay, so tell me this. Pittsburgh, I, I, I'm having mixed feelings about Pittsburgh. They're seven and zero. They're undefeated. I like Mike Tomlin. I like their defense, but last week, the last two weeks, I've been noticing Ben Roethlisberger. He's just he's doing just enough to get Pittsburgh over the top. I don't know if that's sufficient enough against a team like Kansas City. Who can score in bunches? Well, uh, their defense is is what's going to take them, you know, to the promised land if they ever get there. Right. Um, offensively, they've struggled um, the last two weeks. Um, just, you know, uh, Roethlisberger is missing throws. Offensive line breakdowness in key moments. Um, you know, just, just them trying, you know, they, like, the first four weeks, that was hot, you know, but now everybody has film on them, and now people are taking away things that, you know, they like to do, and, you know, Juju is, is important, you know, he's a great weapon, 
and then the other receivers are okay, but they're not. They're not world beaters. You, you don't like you don't like Claypool. So, huh? You don't like Claypool? No, I I like them, but they're not. They have to do more. Okay. You know they they have to do more. Um, the running game is not that good, not that strong, and so that's you know they're they're dependent and leaning on the passing game. Okay. And so that's what that's what's hurting them right now. That's why they're off it. Is not uh, how our game has like it used to be, you know, because their running game is hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, but their defense, their defense is solid. Their defense, their defense yes. is solid. Yes, and they're going to be. I mean, with the addition of Le'Veon Bell with Kansas City, <sighs> um, it's 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 going to be it's going to be hard for anybody to beat. That offensive uh, juggernaut that they have. Um, yeah. Pittsburgh may be up to par for it. You know, they may get up for it. And I would love to see that game. But uh, as of right now, um, I don't know. And and I'm getting back to Baltimore. Um, they, yeah. They're playing the coach this week. Oh, yeah. And, and the coach is a sleeper. Like, I like their defense. Yep. And, and, uh, Rivers not making a lot of mistakes. You know, he's he's uh, he's really uh, you know, he's managing the game, and it don't it it pretty much doesn't matter who they throw back in the backfield to play running back because they're all showing up. Yeah, because their offensive line is pretty damn good. Yeah, that's, that's probably the best O line in the league. Yeah, that's probably the best O line in the league. I mean Rivers. You mentioned Rivers, and I like I like I, coming into the season. I like Indianapolis because their defense, the running game, and they have just made smart moves in the they just made smart moves in the front office. But uh, I mean Philip Rivers, I, I, he's not making a lot of mistakes as he was last year because he was behind a bad offensive line most of the time. I just don't. I just. I think his arm is dead. I don't think he. Ha- I don't think his arm is. He don't have that same juice. Okay, so look here, man. Tom Brady haven't had the same juice. Oh, boy. In five years. No, no. And in about five or six years, but they have the mind to play quarterback at a high level, and that's what both of these guys are doing. They're playing quarterback at a high level. Well, I think. Um, I think Brady is. Be- I think Brady is. He's playing better than Rivers and Breeze. Of, of course, of course, he's playing better than Rivers and Breeze. All right, he, he's definitely playing better than those guys. And, be, and I'm and I'm simply saying that he has better weapons than those guys. Okay, true. <laughs> and, and so and so you know so you know it's kind of, it's it's a little more easier than what he's always had. So he's doing great, you know. And but but, but the weapons that Rivers has. And the offensive line that he has, this is probably the most comfortable he's been in an offense in a since long. his first few years yeah. playing in San, in San Diego. So, I, you know, I was, you know, he's not getting hit, and that's <laughs> that's got to be a big relief because at one point he was the most hit and sack quarterback in the league. Yeah, yeah. You right. And so and so he so he you know his his jersey is staying clean, and he's able to 
you know, see the guy he's throwing the ball to now. So, um, so all he has to do is match the game and let let that O line block and let that defense run around and make plays. And I think they can get Baltimore this week. Okay. So you mentioned Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. I know you are a you you're a big Todd Bowles guy. And Todd Bowles has that defense playing well. I think, you know, everybody likes to talk about the offense of Tampa Bay and how explosive they are. But I think the defense is what puts them over the top with that front seven, athletic linebackers, um, and then you got a young secondary, but a really uh, a really young secondary, but some talent. And Todd Bowles has them playing some really good football. Now, how do you feel about Tampa Bay? Because I feel like some people, I, I feel, this this is my thing. I think Tampa Bay, they're the most complete team in the NFC. Mm. Okay, so so I'm going to say this, and um, and even though I'm on a podcast and there's so many people listening, you know this is not what I usually do when it comes to this guy Tom Brady, but um. <laughs> he is having an outstanding year, <laughs> and it's not—it's not—and it's, it's not that he's playing quarterback, and you know he's—you um, know his his athletic ability. I still feel the same way about all, all of that, but uh, the head coach is like a laid-back, chill guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Loosey goosey, and so. Uh, you know, Tampa Bay was the most penalized team in the league at one point, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Tom Brady just came in and said, hey, we're not doing that. Like, you guys got to stop making these mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, these guys, so he is, he is the consummate leader. You know what I mean? And, that, yeah. and that's the intangible of Tom Brady changing Tampa Bay. And it's it's not just that characteristic is not just taking over the offense. It's taking over the whole team. Mm. And so when when you have when you have that guy forcing accountability, you have no choice but to confirm to that. You know what I'm saying? So and then on his name he tell Coach A, bring in Antonio Brown. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? On my name, bring in Antonio Brown. I will make sure he is good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for when somebody when somebody of that caliber says, hey, this is, you know, I have faith in you, and this is what I want you to do, and and, and please, you know, give him a chance, you, you're not going you're not going to betray that. You know, and so... That's the with that addition to Tampa Bay, they have the ability to compete for the Super Bowl. Mm. Now I don't know, I don't know what it's going to look like once it's all put together, because you know Bruce Arians is a is a great offensive mind as well. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So him and Andy Reid, like I'm not Andy Reid is not too too Andy Reid is not too far ahead of this guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So 
So, so when we talk about Kansas City and Tampa Bay may be the Super Bowl matchup, I mean, hey, <laughs> you, you might give an edge to Tampa Bay because their defense runs around, and they're pretty good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they're pretty good. And so I would love to see how Mahomes deal with that. I would love to see it. Um, and, 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 you know, Kansas City defense is, is, is better than what it was last year. Um, you know, they, they, they're running around, but they also haven't played. The opponents that they played haven't been great either. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's you know, we, we, we get to see some of the real tests later on down the line. I mean, Mahomes had his worst game against, uh, against, uh, Vegas. Mm-hmm. And 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 I mean Vegas stood up and, and played a a cover two man and and played you know played two deep safeties. Yep. And uh, didn't let let uh, the guys get over top and and, and brought pressure at times. Um, they really had them all balanced and they played good defense. And he had the worst game he ever had. So um, we'll see if. Uh, if people, you know, do good teams can um, follow that blueprint and see what they can do. But I think, uh, I, I mean, I really think that uh, in the NFC, uh, Tampa Bay is the best team in the NFC. Oh, okay. Um, there's not there's not too many good teams in the NFC, actually. Oh. Um, so, so, okay, so you said that. I'm glad you said that. And first, I want to make sure... We get this. Because Lee is not really a Brady guy. But he no, caught. But, definitely not. But Brady, yes, has turned around the culture in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, they, they're, they're known for. Like, it seems like Tampa Bay is known for messing up on special teams. Like you said, they were the most penalized team last year. The first few weeks of the season, they, was, they, they were at the top of the league and most penalized. And then since they got on this winning streak, it just has turned around. Now, you said there's not many good teams in the NFC. This is how I'm looking at it in the NFC. I told you, I think Tampa is the most complete. I think Seattle, I want to see what Carlos Dumlap brings to Seattle. And they get Jamal Adams back in the secondary. So I think Seattle is the second best team in the NFC. That's what I'm thinking, and then everybody, and then everybody else after that. I, I mean, come on, I'm not sold on Green Bay. Green Bay can't stop the run; they're too soft up front, and no second option at receiver. New Orleans, Drew Brees. I mean, he. I mean, this is last year. He his arm is dead. Mm. And I know you like. I, and I know you like New Orleans, and oh well, I don't know. But you, I know you like Green Bay. Where am I yeah, wrong? Yeah, I do. I like. I like Green Bay. I like New Orleans. Uh, but like like you said, Tampa Bay and uh, Seattle is is eighty one and eighty two, and then everybody else is C's. Um, to, to be honest with you, that's how I feel about the NFC. Ooh. Um, I just don't. I mean, I I don't think that. I think the AFC has the better teams. Um, and I think there's only two contenders in the NFC, and that's uh, Seattle, and. Uh, and Tampa Bay, actually. Um, 
everybody else is just, you know, fighting to fall in line. Um, you know, uh, you know, we, I mean, you might have two, maybe New Orleans, maybe Green Bay, maybe BB teams. Mm, um, yeah. But other than that, you know, everybody else is, is a C team. I mean, um, you don't like Arizona? No, I don't think Arizona is, um, I mean, Arizona is uh, a style team. Okay. You know, if uh, if their style can beat your style of football, they can beat you. You know, but if you are a physical, if you're a physical team and, um, and, and you can beat Arizona. Okay. Because they, they, you know, they, they're fast on defense, but they're not. They're not stopped up front. So if you can run the ball and impose your will on them, you can beat them. Okay. Um, mm. um, offensively, um, they 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 they're not tough up front. You know they they want to wear you down with uh, running as many plays as they possibly can. <laughs> and uh, where's good teams? You, you know that you can't. Um, you know, you can't can't win. Um, they beat Seattle, and that was uh, that was close. Yeah, I mean, it it was close. Um, you know, but I think I think the next time they play Seattle, Seattle will get them. Yeah. Um, playoff wise, I don't think they have enough experience mm-hmm. um, to 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 go far in the playoffs. And and by that time, you're going to play a team. That that'll be physical enough to wear down their style, um, and so um, when you're prepared for that style of offense or that style of play, period, um, you can beat them. So um, I just don't think uh, that 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 spread type air ready offense. Um, it's 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 not NFL ready. You know, it's it's oh, okay. it's good. It's good for um, what it is, but it's not. I don't think you're gonna be able to win consistently in the NFL with that style of offense. You don't think it's a. You don't think it's playoff. You don't think you can win in the playoffs playing that way offensively. No, I mean, um, Chip Kelly tried it, and we see how that happened to him. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not sold on it. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sold on it. It comes back down to having a strong running game and a a stout defense. And even though I like the way they play defense, I like, I mean, I'm a fan of the way they play defense. Oh, okay. Oh. But they're just not, they're not, they're not stout enough. They don't have enough. You know, it's it's it's, it's they play. They got safeties playing linebackers. And when you when you when you, when it comes down to it, you know Tampa Bay gonna run that rock. Yeah. Um, you know Seattle, Seattle. You know if, if if you know if if they could keep a healthy running back, they gonna be able to run a rock. Yeah. You know, and so and when you if, if you find yourself in a shootout with these guys, then now you're playing their game. Right. And and they and they could beat you at that game, but. When you when you're just like 
pounding the ball and play action and controlling the cup, you know, that like most good teams do, um, you know, Arizona don't have a shot. Okay. So, um, New England, because when you came on before the season, and I got I got bashed for it. I got bashed for it by a lot of people. I said New England is a six or a seven win team. That's what I said. I think they're I thought they'd win six or seven games. You told me I was crazy. Uh couple you know, several other people told me I was crazy. A lot of people told me I was crazy. They're two and five right now. I was the same guy that said Belichick is a great coach, but it's no way on God's green earth. He can overcome all of these either opt-outs due to COVID before the season. Um, he, he, guys had left in free agency. He had lost his Hall of Fame quarterback. And there's no offensive weapons. How do you look now? You pick, you pick, you pick New England to win the AFC East. I mean, and they're not completely out of the race, but it's not looking too good right now. Um, so, so, you gotta also factor in that New England had the most starting players opt out. So, the, 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 the not, the talent wise is not, well, I mean, Tyler never really mattered to Belichick anyway. Okay. Um, they still have less talent than what they had. Yeah, that's why I said there'd be a six and seven win team. Due to those opt-outs. I was like, there's too many players that he has to overcome. There's too many guys. Your guy Cam? Same Cam. Sorry. Same Cam. In- inconsistent. Inaccurate. Mechanics. Out of whack. Same guy. I mean, you and once again, um, as we talk about black quarterbacks, uh-oh. Um, these guys has relied on their athletic, athletic ability all their life. <clears throat> and so, you know, uh, you know, they're going to use their strength, you know? Yeah. And so that's what Belichick is. He's a strength guy. He uses uh, Cam Newton's strength. And now it's gotten to a point where his strength is not better than everyone else's like it used to be. Right. So now he's he's not average, but he's not that far away from, you know, other the the, the defense. And he doesn't have enough talent around him to uh to excel. And so um, Cam finds himself, and I see he's trying to do more than what he can, and that's why he's that's why they're losing. Okay, because he's trying to be he's trying to be Superman, and he's not he's not Superman anymore. You know, man, he's just he's just a you know he's just a he's just a guy now. He's a jag. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say that. He's more than just a guy. He's just not Superman. What is he doing now? He's a jag. No, man. He's the, he's Batman instead of Superman. Oh, God. 
I mean, you know what I'm you, he's, he's human. He's not the man of steel anymore. You know, he's human. But he's still above average. You know, a and, tick. But, but but this this is this is this is a great analogy, all right? Superman has everything uh, that he needs to equip himself. Okay. Batman need accessories. And Cam is Batman without accessories. He doesn't have the weapons that okay. he needs to be <laughs> great. And so that's why New England is losing. Okay. 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 I, I mean, okay. You you say that. I'm going to say this. You, you, you Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe Cam does need better weapons. Maybe Cam does need a better setting um, offensively around him. But also, I know, th- I know this Cam Newton. I know this Cam Newton just like I see it. He is, he is an inconsistent quarterback. He has lacked consistency his entire career. And if you if you exclude that one MVP year, point out the year to me where he was just otherworldly, because you can't, you can't. If you if you all you have to do is take off that MVP year, take out his best year, and he's and he's. I mean, what do you? I mean, look at his. Look, I mean, I'm looking at his numbers right now. Take away the MVP year, he's average. He's 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 an average quarterback, but he's he's Superman as an athlete. Okay, the things that he did that year, he willed that team to win. You right? And 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 the year before that, when they went when they went seven eight and one and won their division, he did the same thing. And 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 Carolina has never had. World-beating talent, and all they had was Cam, and and a, and, and 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 a running game. But that's all they had. You know, they went to the Super Bowl with Cam again as a receiver. <clears throat> and so, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say this: if Tom Brady was still on the Patriots team right now, they would have the same record. You, you're and probably people right. People will be saying that Tom Brady is done. You're probably right. You're probably like, right. Like man, Tom Brady is done. But he doesn't have any weapons. They have nothing. I, I think with but with Cam, I, I know this trend. I see it. It's been happening his whole career. Okay, and you want to say okay, he never had like uh, star breaking talent around him in Carolina. Okay, okay, okay. Hold the presses. He still hasn't gotten better as a thrower of the football. I know he's a great athlete. I know that. I mean, I mean guess what? I'm not in, disputing in that. Two years, in two years, you're going to be saying the same thing about Lamar Jackson. Well, well, it's predictable. But I look at a guy like Russell Wilson, okay? Russell Wilson, he came into the league as a guy that can move and, and extend plays and be a really good playmaker. And also use his legs. But as he has gotten older, and he's and he's he's in his prime now, but as he's gotten older, his game has refined. And those are the type of guys that I tend to like. Cam, he, he, he he's never worked on his he's never worked on his mechanics. 
He hasn't got accurate as a passer. He ha- he, he he just hasn't refined his skills. And yes, I know it comes from the game breaking talent. He has he has never we, I mean we haven't seen a quarterback like Cam before. 6-6-250-240 can run like he can and have a strong arm, but I think we we he had to, he he Cam Newton has to do a better job with his mechanics and being more accurate. I look at a guy like Russ, Russ as he's gotten older and he's like I said, still pretty young, he's only 31. As he's gotten older, he has refined his skills and he's he's practically unstoppable. I mean, you 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 you, you look at these guys. These guys are different athletes, all right? They're different <laughs> athletes. Russell Wilson is a baseball player. You know, not just a football player, he's a baseball player. His arm <laughs> His arm and his mechanics of his arm is different than than, than Cam Newton's. Same thing with Mahomes. His arm and mechanics are different. Same thing with Kyler Murray. They have the same type of arm mechanics because they all play baseball, right? Yeah. And so, and so, they're they're all well. You know, Russ, I mean, Mahomes is, is bigger than most the other two guys. The other two guys are smaller, fast, quick-twitch guys. So, they, you know, they get out of the pocket, but they're not trying to run anybody over there. They're sliding. They're getting out the way. They're not taking um, Any- unnecessary hits. Yeah. Right? And so they use their, they, they use their brain. You know what I mean? They, they, they're cerebral players, all three of them. Well, Cam Newton is a physical player. You know, he's a physical player. He 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 will run you over. He he will dive for the extra yards. You know, he's 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 reckless. You know, and so that is hurting him. That's hurt him over the years because he's had gotten injured and things like that. But when I mean, it's the same thing with Michael Vick. Michael Vick was a reckless football player. He relied on his ability because there was no one else better than him on the field and you find yourself seeing the same thing the same trend in Lamar Jackson you know I'm faster than everybody else I got wiggle I you know ain't nobody can do things like me but this is the NFL right this is the NFL and the only thing that moves faster than the guys on the field is the football mm-hmm. you know and so I don't care how fast you think you are, you're going to slow down. And these guys are going to get faster. They're going to get smarter. And as they get smarter, they get faster. You slow down because they're taking smarter angles. You know what I mean? They're waiting for you because they know what you're about to do. That's that's one thing about getting a film. They're going to see what you're going to do. They're going to see your flaw. They're going to see your strength. The eye in the sky don't lie. And so... You gotta be ahead of that stuff. You gotta self evaluate and look at yourself. Russell Russell Wilson spends hours upon hours working on his game, calling his receivers, telling them to come, you know, flying them out. Hey, let's let's get this. The thing that he's done with Metcalf, he's made Metcalf better. You know, say not the fact that Metcalf want to be better, but Russell has willed them to be better. Yes, you know what I mean. He's, uh, 
the, the what's the the other guy Lockett. Lockett, yeah. He's hey, he's having his best year. <laughs> yeah. But, but to be honest, the last three years has been amazing as well. Yeah. And so he's under he's underrated, but he's one he he's he slowly become one of the best receivers in the game. Yeah, he's, he's consistent. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so the like these guys just work and they work. They 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 work and 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 hard work beat talent every day. And I'm and I'm not saying that Lamar and and Cam don't work because I'm pretty sure they do, but they still rely on the talent and not and not get better, not get smarter. You know, uh, right? NFL. I was talking to an NFL player um, a month ago, uh-huh. and he said while he was in the league, he would uh, he would leave. You know, practice would be over, and he would run extra sprints and um he asked a uh another player i forget his name uh no he asked ron Wilson. oh okay he said uh he said ron Wilson, man i want you to run these extra sprints with me and ron Wilson said man hell no i ain't running no extra sprints <laughs> and so he uh he he you know he ran his extra after practice and and uh ron left and so he forgot something in the facility, and he came back, and it was like maybe 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night, and he said, Ron Wilson was watching Finn, mm. and he was like, and so Rob was like, man, what's up, man, why don't you, why don't you sit here and watch this film with me? And he was like, man, hell no, it's late as shit. Right. And he was like, see, you know what I'm saying, you, you, you working your butt off doing extra when I'm in here and I'm doing extra by knowing. Right. You know what I'm saying? By knowing. And so you see, we see, you know, he was like, we see who had a longer career because he, he only stayed in the league for four years mm. and Raw had a Hall of Fame career. A Hall of Fame and career. He was like, that's the, that's the difference. Right. You mm. know what I'm saying? That's the difference in players. Like, I want to be physically ready but Rob was mentally prepared. Yeah. And so that's the difference between those athletes. These guys want to be physically ready, but Russell Wilson is mentally prepared for this game. And that's why he's having a hell of a season. Yep. Yep. I agree. That's That, that was good. That was some good. That was good. Now, NFC East. I, I You know, I don't like talking about it. Um, <laughs> I don't like talking about it. You know, okay, I I, I, I already know Lee wants to talk about the Cowboys. Um, uh, I mean, it, it's not, I mean, you you want to be the dead horse? Go ahead and knock yourself out. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, no, I'm I mean, not be the dead horse. I, Actually, I got a lot of things to say about the NFC East, and and it may be a little different, you know, than most people say, but. Uh, I think I, I mean I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it and, and I'm gonna let it out. You know, the Cowboys is the worst team in the NFC. They are the worst team in the <laughs> NFC. You're and, not wrong. You're probably not wrong. And um, and I, I uh, 
and, and so I'm gonna say that they, the Cowboys are the worst team in the NFC. <laughs> see, see, I think the Eagles. I, th- I don't think the Eagles are very good either. I think the Eagles are on its way down as well. I think the Giants are on its way up. I like. I like what I see from the Giants. They are very, very competitive. They're a very competitive team. Um, and I think they're going to, once they get some talent in there, they're going to be uh, a pretty good program, pretty good team in the upcoming years. Um, I don't think Russell, I mean, I don't think Daniel Jones is the guy. Me I think I've all, I, I thought what I always thought about him. Don't think he's that good. Um, they're going to have to get another guy in there to mm-hmm. be a quarterback. Yep. Um, he's not their guy. Um, but I like the I like the head coach. I like what he, I like what he's doing. I Joe like Judge, he, yeah. how he prepares the team to get to, to be in the fight. You know, they they're in the fight every game. Yes, yes. Um, and their defense has gotten better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 on the they're on the upward. I think the Redskins are also on the upward trend. Um, I don't, I don't like how they treated uh, Dwayne Haskins. Oh, okay. Um, but um, I understand. I, oh, I understand. Matter of uh, fact, go go into that because this is. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, Lee. This is my thinking when it first happened because I, we have we since that's happened. I haven't got you on, but I'm glad that you brought it up with the Washington Football Team and Dwayne Haskins because. With Haskins, this is this is how I was thinking. This at first, my my initial reaction was I was shocked because I thought this was going to be the year. You know, you give him this the sixteen games, show what he can do. If he's not the guy and you want to move off of him, move off of him and go get somebody in the draft. But I think they set him down after week five, after week four, they set him down. And I was a bit shocked, but give me this. Haskins, just looking at what's successful in the league at, at the quarterback position, the guys that's successful, you know, your, your, your Aaron Rodgers, your Russell Wilsons, your Kyler Marys, your Josh Allens, and so forth, um, all those, you know, all those guys, Ryan Tannehill, all those guys, even Herbert and Joe Burrow, they all can move around and extend plays and escape plays and, and play make outside the pocket. You don't get a lot from that from Haskins. But I also thought about it that's kind of screwed up for Haskins. He's had three coaches in about, what, three and a half years? Uh, oh, well, two and a half years. Three coaches in two and a half years. No real offensive support other than Terry McLaurin. I just thought it was screwed up. Now, you go ahead and talk about Haskins. Alright, so so when when so so there's coaches, right? There's different coaches, uh-huh. different style of coaching. And so you have you have like older veteran Wiley coaches that understand that you have to be flexible. Right. And you have to mold players, you know what I'm saying? You have to develop them and mold them and use their strengths. And, and things like that, right? Right. And and so that's the Belichick, you know, that's the Belichickian way, you know. And so then you have coaches that only knows a system. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and because they just know the system, um, it's hard for them to 
it's hard for them to take anybody and put them in that system. So when you look at Jay Gruden, Jay Gruden has a system and obviously Haskins didn't fit that system. Okay. Right? Yeah. And so so that wasn't his guy. He didn't want that guy. He didn't want him. Right. Right. And so his last year offensive co- the coordinator last year that took over started to use things to his the last four games he used Haskins strength and you could see that he was having a better year. Right. Right. You saw progression. And you saw progression, you saw him getting better. Right. And so to me, I felt like they should have kept him. Okay. And Haskins would be a better football player. He would be a better quarterback if they kept the offense coordinated and continued to grow with him. Right? Right. But they didn't. They didn't. They brung in North Turnerstone, which is Scott Turner, who is a young offensive coordinator that just knows his father's system. Uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so at this point in time, of his career. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have to you have oh. to give him what he's comfortable with. Right. Right? Because because as we looking at Haskin and as we looking at Scott Turner, we're not able to evaluate the true talent of Scott Turner because he mm-hmm. he has Dwayne Haskins at the helm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and so Dwayne is not Mm-mm. Understanding Mm-mm. what what's need to be done, he's not understanding the progression of the offense. Right, not, right. He does he doesn't know the uh, the details of the offense, and so that's why they bring in Kyle Allen. And so when when so you know uh, Ron Rivera, you know he 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 says you know I believe in Haskins. What we did everything I asked him to do. Um, as you know, as, as the starting quarterback, um, we were going to start him in the beginning of the season, and he let him progress. And every day he said, "We got to see mm-hmm. him get better. Mm-hmm. We got to see him get better." Right. And after the first game, he didn't get better. Mm-hmm. The second game, mm-hmm. he was bad. The third game, he was bad. Uh. The Baltimore game, he was actually pretty average. Yeah, the it was. Baltimore game, he was actually pretty average, but he also yeah. Yeah. played it safe. Right. Right. He played it safe and managed the game. And the Washington football team can't have a player safe quarterback because they don't have enough talent to win playing it safe. If you, if you understand what I'm saying, so yeah. so they need so when when you can take when you can take a shot with a Terry McCorn being open and you can take a shot, you have to take it. Right, like it's it's, it's no it's no it's no uh, let's take this check down. No, you got to take the shot because it's designed for him to be open. And when he wins and you don't take the shot and you miss the shot, then you can't play quarterback for us. And that's what happened. That's what happened. With Haskins, and, and 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 another thing is that they feel like they can win. 
You know, they feel like they can win this division because I'm, everybody's so bad. Yeah, and and rightfully so. I think looking at Washington and you and I must give it to you. Week one, and, and I thought about it because. But the week of those, the week I did my predictions, you meant you had already predicted that Washington would beat Philly that first week. And looking at Philly, looking at the offensive line issues, and looking how strong Washington's D line was, I was thinking about picking Washington to beat Philly. But you, you, I think, I think Rivera, I think Ron Rivera, he, I'm not gonna say he made the right decision. Um, but I do understand his position with the, the the we're in the NFC East. Our defense is playing good enough. We have players. We have uh, we have units of the ball that's playing good enough for us to win football games. And if the quarterback is holding us back, then yeah, maybe I should make a switch and, and, and so we can win ball games. I mean, because this is a it's a, I mean practically it's a wide open division. Now tell me. Um, do you think Washington will win? Do you think they'll win the division? Um, I, I got mean, Philly. The fan in me believes they can. Okay. The coach in me, <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't think, um, I don't think that they have, I don't think they're consistent enough in the run game. Okay. Interesting. Um, and um, and until they can get consistent in the run game, then they'll be they 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 can be they can win, you know. So um, I don't like how they don't, you know, as the offensive coordinator, number twenty four Gibson, yeah, doesn't really get a good. They doesn't they don't let him get a good rhythm. Oh, okay. To, to run the ball, yeah. Uh, and that and that's uh, that's coaching. Um, I think Kyle Allen knows the details of offense. Um, they we need we uh, we definitely need another uh, receiver. Yes. But uh, Logan Thomas is is actually uh, coming along. So you see, I see the something. young I see something. talent developing. Mm-hmm. You see the young talent developing. So it's coaching going on now, and that's. You know, we haven't had coaching going on in the last five years. So, <laughs> to be a Washington football fan, to see coaching going on, to see development going on is big. And so, I see that's where I see the upward trend. Um, I'm, I'm glad that the, uh, that the you know, the cancer treatments are over because you could see that he, that he, he made, he didn't make, you know, his, his decisions and the way he talk about his decisions has been unclear. Right. But now that the cancer treatments are over, uh, maybe he can get uh, back to strictly football mm-hmm. and re- really uh, home it in to uh, to the football team. Um, I'm 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 pleased at them, you know, benching people like a, like uh, Haskins wasn't the only guy that got benched. Yeah. You know, Apke's been benched. Um, you know, uh, the linebackers, they, 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 they moving them around, you know, um, um, they bringing up guys from the practice squad to play. So if you haven't, you know, uh, which, which has been, you know, a breath of fresh air, 
because, you know, side dudes kept playing for us, you know, just because they was, you know, high draft picks. Um, it's guys, it's guys that's playing that was, that had, you know, that was undrafted, you know, seven round draft picks and they get significant time and they playing. So, um, and they, and they, and they, they're doing a good job. So I like the development of the team. Um, and, and you could tell that there's somebody, um, at the helm that knows, uh, what he's doing. So, um, that's, that's, that's why I'm trending up. Um, okay. Do I think they can win the the, the AFC East? No, because the Eagles, um, the Eagles have the experience of winning. Yeah. The NFC East, and so because they have that, I'm going to, you know, they they're going to win it. Um, if if it, now if, you know, it would be a great as a fan to have that second to last game means something because it hasn't mean uh anything in a long time yes so but it but but if it means something you know that that'll be you know as a fan that'll be good enough for me whether we win or lose um but uh but i just want to continue to see the development um and i'd rather be six and ten with a top ten draft pick than um Eight and eight winning the division, going to the playoffs. That makes you know, sense. With, you know, shit. Now, now we we talking about uh, we're number six. You know, we're we're uh, you know we're uh, sixteen now. You yep. know, mm-hmm. drafting instead of being in the top ten. Right. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. So um. So yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm not looking forward. To them uh, winning the new vision. Yeah, I, I mean that that's that's reasonable. That's that's reasonable. Uh, I'm gonna stop this one right here. Hold up. Okay, we just had a light little pause, but we're back. Um, so I think that's reasonable. What what what, what Coach Lee just said. You know, Wash. I think it makes perfect sense. You shouldn't be trying to win the division, especially this division. This division. Um, and trying to get into the playoffs, and you know you're not gonna win a playoff game. Like you have no shot of winning a playoff game. Um, and and then you 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 know you sh- instead of you being within the top ten, maybe top eight, you're in the top fifteen, sixteen, and you just don't want that. You want a better draft pick. Um, now with with, with Dallas, I, I mean you can you can you can beat the Dallas. I mean, everything I've said about this team. Has come to fruition. I'm not big on Mike McCarthy. Uh, I, I give up. I, he's he's um he's a yes man because he hired Mike Nolan, um and Jerry Jones hired him. So so I, it's just a bunch of yes men running running all throughout the the organization, and the Cowboys are in rebuilding mode. They are in rebuilding mode. So so this is this is this is my take on the Cowboys. Uh-oh. Um. Uh oh. I just want you guys to I need you 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 cowboy fans to admit that you are in the dysfunction boat as well. I mean You know, I, I always say, you know, guess what? You know, the 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 Washington football team, uh, other known as the Washington Redskins and the Dallas Cowboys has always been in the same boat on the same river. 
traveling to the same ocean. I've always said that. And you guys say, no, we're not. We're better than you. Well, guess what? The dysfunction is there. Your owner is just as bad for running a team as, as Daniel Snyder is. And you can't tell me he's not. Our owner, so this is the difference. This is the this is the difference. Our owner is uh, he's a control freak. He's a control freak, um, and it, it, it's catching up to him. Uh, he it's obvious that he wants a bunch of yes men. He don't want to hire a real coach that's going to receive some actual credit. He doesn't want to hire a coach that has as big or a bigger ego than him. Um, and, and it's just proven itself throughout the throughout the years. I mean, you can date it back all the way to Jimmy Johnson and him firing Jimmy Johnson after Jimmy Johnson won two Super Bowls. Um, and then, you know, we had Bill Parcells for a second. Bill Parcells, big ego guy. He fired him. And then since then, you you know, you can name the guys. Wade Phillips, Jason Garrett. And now we're with Mike McCarthy. And, and, and you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean... I think the Mike McCarthy hiring, I think, is a mistake. We look at it now. It's a mistake. The Mike Nolan hiring, I don't know why. I don't know. I don't even know how he got a job. He's a retrade, but okay. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, from the, from, the, from the ground up, from the floor up, the leadership on the field, off the field, it's just not there. It's, it's, it's just not there. And I really don't have an answer for these Cowboys other than um, Jerry Jones has to relinquish his uh, GM, his GM job, you know, his GM job and priorities. Uh, I, I just don't see no turnaround. I just don't. So, so this, this is it, man. The Cowboys. The only difference between Jerry Jones and and Daniel Snyder is Jerry Jones has the marketed ability to continue <laughs> to have the Cowboys soar as America's team, hmm. right? And, you know, as we can see during, you know, because of this election, America is, is delusional, <laughs> you know? And so they believe in the Cowboys that they're going to be great again. And it's not going to happen while Jerry Jones is running things, right? Now, they hire Carl, they hire Michael Carl. Yep. And so you hire Mike McCarthy, but you tell him that Kellen Moore has to be the offensive coordinator. All right. And so <clears throat> so so he hires you know, he doesn't hire Kellen Moore. He brings Kellen Moore along with him and tells him, Hey look, we're gonna use your we're gonna use your uh your your verbiage to my offense. We're not going to change the verbiage. We're going to keep the verbiage and we're going to use my offense. Well, the best offense coordinator on that team is Mike McCarthy. <laughs> like, why? Why would, like, I've been calling plays all my life. Why would I need this young man to call my plays? <laughs> why do I need to convert my offense to his? <laughs> No, if, if this is my team, then he then then if I feel like he's the guy, then I hire him. But we're gonna run my stuff. I don't. Guess what? Guess what? We're gonna plan for the long haul. 
right? Yeah. If Dak is our guy, we're going to plan for the long haul, right? We're going to change it so he can understand, hey, this is what I want. This is what I like to see. This is it. But no, he agreed to what Jerry Jones said, and he did that. That was his first mistake. His second mistake was hiring Mike Nolan, <laughs> which is his boy, but that was his second mistake is hiring one of the worst offensive co- all defensive coordinators in the history of football. <laughs> now, now, so he did that. You know, that's his decision. I think the young boy that y'all that was y'all co defensive coordinator, that was the only coach out should have counted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because even though the talent wasn't that good on defense last year, they still was better than what they are now. They're the worst defense in NFL history. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They just surpassed the Washington Reds, the Washington football team's defense from two years ago when they was the absolute worst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I don't know how you guys are going to... Um, to, 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 to you, you, you guys on a rebuild, but you guys as hit have hit rock bottom. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, yeah. Dak Prescott may not be on your team next year. Well, I would, I like, would hope he, that he, he would. He may be. not be on your team next year. I would hope, I would hope that he would be. And then this, and where are you guys going to go from there? Um, I, I really don't know. I mean, it, it, hopefully we're bad enough. I mean, if Dak isn't. On our team, I, first I find that hard to believe. I think they're gonna franchise. They're either gonna do this, they're either gonna franchise tag Dak, or they're gonna sign Dak to a long term deal. Um, but to say okay, let's just say let's just think he's not on our team. Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, is not our quarterback. Um, hopefully we're bad enough to uh you know to 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 get one of the top quarterbacks in the in the draft, not Trevor Lawrence because we're not gonna be that bad. Uh, I hope not. Um, or maybe I do. But uh, <laughs> but we're we're gonna we're gonna be bad. We're gonna leave. We're gonna be badly. We're gonna be bad, and we're gonna be bad enough to acquire one of the one of these quarterbacks if Dak Prescott is not our quarterback. But I I, I kind of find that hard to believe. Dak is our only leader. Like the the I mean the lead, once Dak got hurt got hurt the leadership just went away. We have no, we have no leaders, no vocal leaders in that locker room. So Dak, Dak, Dak is the Cowboys. He was the glue that was holding this thing together. He was. And uh, then, and then another thing I've noticed. Uh, uh, yeah. Y'all might as well trade Ze- Zeke. Oh y'all don't God. like him. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Y'all don't like Zeke. Oh my God. He does. He don't. They they take him off the field. He's tired. He's tired. You guys like Pollard more than you like Zeke. He's no, no. Zeke, Zeke has feed me. He has, he has feed me tattooed on his, on his stomach. He, he need to stop eating. Don't he need to tattoo? Don't feed me because I'm too big. I'm too heavy. I'm too fat. I'm too oversized. He can't. He, he don't have the same burst anymore. And Lee, you you Lee, you're a guy that watched film. You're a coach that watched film. And you can and I, I was looking, it's funny that you say that. I was looking at the Steelers game what four years ago. Rook, uh, Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott's f- first year, rookie year. And yes, I know the offensive line 
has had injuries. It's not the same offensive line. We had three Hall of Famers up front. Now we we're only down to one with Zach Martin, and 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 he he's taking a banging on his body. But boy, Zeke was much faster. He was much faster. He had he had a burst. Now he doesn't have a burst. He doesn't have that same burst. And I've been I've been pointing this out for a while now. But Zeke is he's been gradually declining. And now this year his numbers are so bad and the offensive line is so bad that it's a it we, we all see it now. The decline isn't so gradual. It's not so gradual. But this is why you don't pay running backs. This is why you don't pay running backs. This is why. They pay the running back. <clears throat> so, that's I, I yeah I think that's what we get. Is Lee still there? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. I I, I just it's, it's 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 uh it's a little different the way you're talking about Zeke right now. I mean, I mean, no, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I the, the tape don't lie. Tape don't lie. The tape don't lie. Am I am, am I am I am I am I am I am I like? I'm not saying anything wrong. If you look at his you're numbers, not, you're not. You know, it's just I. I just. Uh, I mean, I mean, as 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 a football player, you know, you guys don't give me the ball anymore anyway. So I might as well he, sit that, there that, and eat a Snickers. That's 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 false. That is false. <laughs> he he's fourth in the league in carries, but we can't we can't we can't feed you the ball and run you twenty five to thirty times if you're fumbling the ball. And that's leading to touchdowns, and we're down by two scores. We can't feed you the ball. Well, that's one, you know, that's one game. And that, that was what? a bad game. That was a bad and, game? Uh, yeah, We've seen, this is a stretch. This is a trend. Um, but, but, hey, I mean, it's not, it's not what he does. It's not, it's not a normal thing, you know. And so, um, I... I don't like what I don't like the way the Cowboys call offense. Okay. I I, I okay. uh the uh Dak's uh rookie year with Zeke was probably the best way you guys called offense. Well, because it was double tight and it was play action and <clears throat> Zeke touched the rock. But we don't. But and they protected Dak. So and tell but me now, this. It's all about once Dak, they open the offense up. It's like in Dak we trust and Deke can touch it every once in a while. Tell me this. Is Zeke, is Zeke, uh, um, is he a product of that Cowboys great offensive line? Or, it, I mean, or does he, I mean, what, it's, it's so hard to judge him. Because I think he's, I think he has some talent left. I think he has some type of talent left, talent left. But damn. I mean, I know the offensive line isn't as strong. I know Tyron Smith can't stay healthy. I, I, I know Travis Frederick, Hall of Fame center, he retired. But is, is he a product of that Cowboys great offensive line? Or is he just a guy? I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't think he's. I don't. I don't think he's just a guy. 
I think, I mean, everything is hand in hand when it comes to running backs and offensive lines. Oh. Like if if uh, if if Emmitt Smith didn't have that great Cowboys line, would he really be Emmitt Smith? No, but I know there's some great running backs that didn't have like uh, like I mean, come on, you don't have to be a great running back to have you don't you don't have to be you don't have to have three Hall of Fame level offensive tackles or offensive linemen in front of you to be a great running back. Now, it, it certainly does help. <laughs> it helps. It helps. But you don't have to. You don't have to have that. You don't have to have that. Does Carolina has? Uh, do, do Carolina have a, like a great offensive line? Uh, no. No. I mean, I, I just don't. You don't. You don't have to have a great offensive line that, to be a great running back. Well, I mean, it certainly I helps. Mean, the thing that when you talk about, you're talking about two different type of guys. You're talking about a guy that all he needs is a crease, you know, and he's gone, you know. Uh, you know, Doc is, I mean, Zeke is, Zeke is an in-between-the-tackle type guy, you know, and he can still give you four to five yards just by letting him tote the rock. Shoot. I mean, but you, 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 you. Your style, and once again, the style of offense doesn't fit Zeke, huh. and so and so they go, they're getting away from him. You know, you, you, what what do you have? Like, what is the strength of your offense? You have the receiving core, three three, three wide receivers that can get downfield. That's the only strength. That's the only strength we and have then, on and then, and then And so so Pollard is now getting a bunch of reps simply because the offense fits him. And, 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 and you know, the offensive line has his problems. And because they have his problem, they have to go to a quicker game. They have to go to quick pass sets. And they got to have that, that running back coming out of the backfield, catching the ball out of the backfield, which probably does better than Zeke because he's quicker, he's faster. And once again, it's a guy that if he gets a crease, he can break it. You know what I'm saying? Zeke is not that quick to if he get a crease, he can break it. He's not. That's just not him. That's never been his game. So once again, so what are you going to do? Like, are you going to trade them, or are you just going to share reps? And you can't share reps with this. He's not paid to share reps. Yeah, he's paid to be a, a, a horse. We, he's paid to be a 25-carry type of back. That's what he's paid like. That's what he's so, paid like. Um, I see a very big problem in Doc's. It's a few of them. And yeah, I know Lee. I know Lee is soaking this in. He's soaking this in. And I don't know if they're going to be able to fix it. See, he's soaking it in. Um, I'm not soaking it in. I'm just, you know, saying what I see. No, I mean you. I mean you say you're you 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 know you're saying what you're seeing, but you're also soaking it in. I could tell. I could tell. I could tell. It's all good though. No, I mean I don't want to soak it in because I actually want <clears throat> our division to get better. I want our division. Sure to be where it used to be. So I want the Dallas Cowboys 
to be good. You know, I want the Washington football team to get good. I, I, I want these things because I don't like when, uh, when, when you know, I couldn't even say, you know, hey, we, we, we beat the Cowboys because you guys' offensive line was hurt and Dak is hurt. Right. And then, then you got uh, – I don't know who the hell is your quarterback is right now. So, <laughs> um, like, so I couldn't really gloat. I couldn't really, you know, uh, uh, you know, even though when you guys have beaten us in the past and we had 24 guys injured, you guys still poured it on and still, you know, still, hey, you guys are horrible. You guys are sorry. <laughs> but I couldn't – I can't do that. that it just – it hurts my heart because, you know, I wish you guys had your guys there so we could have beat y'all with your guys because, you know, hey, you know, because it, it just feels better. It's just, it just, it's, it's more uh, satisfied if we beat uh, that and, and you start off his line with Zeke uh, running the ball. Like, if we held Zeke to, to under 50 yards and, and, and sack Dak four times, I mean, that would have been a great game. Like, that would have been something like we could have held our head up high for. But, you know, we were supposed to beat you guys like you guys. You know, you guys was a semi-pro team on the last <laughs> Sunday, you know. So, we were supposed to beat you, and we did, you know. so But it it, it doesn't feel good. Like, it, it really doesn't feel good, you know. Oh, man. So, so you know, I'm, I'm not that guy, you know. So, um, I don't know how many more games you guys are going to win because, you know, this Sunday you have Pittsburgh, and that's not going to look too good for you. That's going to get starting ugly. Starting another, you starting uh, Cooper, Cooper Coop, Rush. Cooper Rush. It uh, don't matter. It don't matter who you uh, start. Dupree and uh, Watt coming off that edge. It don't look good. It, it, don't look good. it doesn't. It really doesn't. Yeah. So I want to before we get into like these little predictions and so forth, I want to talk about my man Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. Uh, oh. I I can already sense it. I I've been having I haven't I've been, I haven't I haven't been having a, a pretty good week. Okay, my man Jim Harbaugh he he's receiving a lot of uh, a lot of flack and rightfully so. Rightfully he's so. Probably got a lot of death threats because they want his head. <laughs> rightfully so. Rightfully so. Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. He's getting paid eight million dollars. He's getting paid. Eight million dollars, and he's in. If you guys don't know, eight million dollars college football coach. That basically means he's getting paid like Dabo Sweeney and Nick Saban. But as we all know, Dabo Sweeney and Nick Saban have won national championships. Uh, and he hasn't beat Ohio State yet. Now, now, okay, now, now, let's slow down. Let's pump the brakes on that. Okay, I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to that. Michigan State. Now I give you this. He he has to beat Michigan State, and I must say, Mel Tucker at Michigan State going into Ann Arbor and beating Michigan that was a big time win on his resume. Uh, second second career game at Michigan State. So Mel Tucker, that was a good win. But Hallball, that's just unacceptable. And I'm going to say it, Lee. That was his worst loss. At, at, at Michigan. That was his worst loss. That was his worst loss. And I know Michigan's relevant again. Um, they're winning. He has them. Now, to be fair, to be fair to my man Jim, he does have them back at Michigan status. 
He's winning nine to ten games. That's what that's what nine and a half games. That's what Michigan is. That's what they, that's what they have been. You said they can't beat Ohio State in league. Who? 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 Who can beat Ohio State? Who can beat Ohio State, Lee? Nobody. I mean, I mean, in the Big Ten, nobody. There's not a, there's not a lot of programs around the country that can beat Ohio State. You can name two, probably. Probably. Um, you I, may be right. You Alabama, right. Clemson. That's it. I mean, Michigan is a powerhouse enough to supposed to beat Ohio State. No, no, they Michigan. Okay, give me this. I'll give you this. Michigan has only won twelve games in their program history. Ohio State have won twelve games eight times in this decade. It it just it just shows you it just shows you the dominance. It shows you the dominance. It shows you the dominance of 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 Ohio State. I, I mean, you, you you're not beating them. You're not beating them. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair, they not beating them. So, Ohio, Michigan has uh, NFL players every year, right? So they're recruiting. They they they're recruiting uh, good football players that's able to compete with Ohio State. They're putting out the same amount of NFL players every year. So it's not a knack on the program. All right, it's a knack on hardball of playing the style of football that he plays, using that talent that he's using the way he coaches football, and that's not the Big Ten has changed. Ohio State is not playing old school football anymore. They're they're playing a high octane offense. And it's physical. It's physical, but they also has a lot of speed. They're recruiting a lot more speed than, <laughs> than, than Michigan. Than anybody else in the Big Ten, they're recruiting a lot more speed than anybody else in the Big Ten. The, the second fastest team in the Big Ten is Maryland. They just don't have enough coaching to coach in the Big Ten. Mm. I said it, all right? And so... Um, when you look at Wisconsin, Wisconsin is is is, is another old fashioned Big Ten team that always look good but can't beat Ohio State and struggles to beat Michigan, which they may get Michigan this year. Oh man! And if they do, hardball is done. Uh 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 uh. I don't know about that. I mean, why why wouldn't he be done? Uh, because he hasn't beaten, he hasn't beat Ohio State yet. He just lost to Michigan State. 
And if Wisconsin beats him this year, it's 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 over. Um, Who will have faith in Harbaugh after that? Uh, they, he recruits like this is he recruits the same type of quarterback every year, which is pretty much the prototype of how he played quarterback. <laughs> and and. And he was average. He was a backup. Right? So, I I don't think Harbaugh, I don't think that uh, that Michigan is a job for him. I think I think he should go ahead and let it go. Because, um, you know, they're not, they're, he's not going to win. He's not going to win in Michigan. Okay. I mean, I tried. I mean, my guy, my, my my guy Harbaugh. He, I I think I think this. I, I'm gonna think. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you like this. Uh, I do think the style, and I and I thought the style of football has changed. I thought he got back. I thought he was. I thought he was gonna get back to his strengths, but it hasn't happened. Um, and a big part of that, the big the I think a big part of the reason why Michigan. Can't beat Ohio State if you're going to hold that against them. I don't hold that against them because it's a lot of teams, a lot of programs. It's only a, a certain. It's only about. A, it's only about two programs that can beat Ohio State. If we're going to be honest, but you want to hold that against them. I think the main reason, one of the main reasons why he hasn't been able to beat Ohio State, he hasn't been able to find the quarterback. He he hasn't been able to find the quarterback. So I mean, you know. It is what it is. He's a quarterback guru. Why can't he find a quarterback? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know. I kind of find, I, I, I asked the same question. And I thought this kid, Joe Milton. Guys, you talking about the top quarterbacks in the country don't want to go to Michigan? Why don't they want to go to Michigan? I don't. I don't understand. He, but okay. I think I don't think they're gonna fire him, but I don't think they're gonna continue to pay him eight million dollars. Then, then, then fire me. <laughs> if I'm not gonna keep getting paid, then fire me. But, but okay, I mean, I think they could. Pay, I think they could. They could. They could lower it. They could pay him five. I, okay, if I'm Michigan, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. We're gonna Harbaugh. You're not gonna. We're not gonna be paying you eight million dollars, but we'll pay you five million dollars. No, fire me. I mean, because I, I, I don't give me a pay cut. Fire me. Well, he likes it up there. I heard. I, I, that's that's that. He likes it. He likes it at Michigan. That's where he's from. That's his alma mater. He likes it. So I think I, he likes it. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they're gonna fire him. I think they're gonna, they, I think they're gonna, you know, they're gonna let him coach out this this next this year and next year, cause he has, he has uh, one more year left on his deal after this year, and uh, they 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 you know I think that I think they had that hard conversation and say hey we're gonna have to um we're gonna have to put that pull that rate down a little bit that salary down. That's too much money. No, that's too much money. No. He's getting paid like Nick Saban and Dabo Sweeney, but he hasn't won a Big Ten championship yet. 
He hasn't beaten Ohio State yet. Um, I, I, I and I know you hold that against them. I don't hold that against them because uh, Michigan, Ohio State has always been the better program. They have always they they've always beaten Michigan. So I'm not gonna hold that against them. So so this this is how this is how things go. Okay, we, you 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 get to a point where. Your program does not believe that you can win. The guys that's in your program don't believe you can win. It's time to change the culture. It's time to change the culture. And so Michigan has suffered enough at the hands of hardball. You as a fan should know that. And it's time to make a change after this year because who loses big? Who loses three games in the Big Ten? You can't lose three games in the Big Ten now. Okay, we can say that they haven't lost three games in the Big Ten yet, right? Because they still have to play Ohio State and have to play. Uh, do they play Wisconsin this year? Um, I, I don't think so. I don't. Uh, so 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 maybe you know, but you lose two games in the Big Ten. Come on, man. Like, you can't lose two games in the Big Ten. I, I think... Why why, why why, why, are we struggling with a, with a first-year head coach at Michigan State? Why? <clears throat> That's a good point. And they do play you know, Wisconsin. And, and now it's just, you're talking about... You're talking about uh, the, the battleground for recruiting in Michigan... And you just lost to Michigan State. It doesn't look good. I, I give you that. It doesn't look good. And they do play Wisconsin, but Wisconsin, um, they got you know they got COVID running. You know they 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 they've been shut down because of COVID. So you know yeah. he may catch a break. But uh, that last game of the season, Ohio State, um, I, I don't think they're gonna win that one. So that's that's definitely two losses on the season for Michigan already. And they probably they, they're not gonna make the college football playoff. They they you know they're not gonna make the college football playoff. They're not. It's okay. I mean he 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 he's gotten back he's gotten Michigan back to where they were though. Michigan's always are been you, are you are you sure about that? Michigan Michigan has always been a nine and a half win team. That's what he. That's what he's done. Nine and a half wins. That's what he's been. That's what he's been. He so, he'll get you. So as long as he's keeping Michigan relevant, and he's getting guys put in the league, and guys are graduating, he's doing his job. Uh, is, is that what we're saying? Is that is that justified enough for him to keep his job? And one of one of the power five programs in the country. You know, this is not this is not like an average college where you know a coach can be there for twenty years because he's graduating guys and putting guys in the league, and you know he's doing a good job at that. No, you're at Michigan where they want to win, and so you're saying that's enough. 
Is that what you're saying? That's enough to keep his job? I, I, okay. That, that's why I said, for $8 million, no, it is not. No, it is not. Not for $8 million. For $8 million, I need you. If, if I'm paying you $8 million, if, if I'm Michigan and I'm paying Jim Harbaugh $8 million, I have to see more results. I have to see, like, first, we can't, you can't lose to Michigan State. But then, especially a first-year head coach at Michigan State that doesn't even have his recruits. He don't even have his own players. But then we got to be able to beat Ohio State at least one, one time. One time. But for $5 million, keeping Michigan relevant, winning nine to ten games, yeah. That's worth it for $5 million. But for $8 million... You in that that's that same that's that same bracket as Nick Saban and Dabo Sweeney. And as long as we as long as we in the bowl game, we good, huh? That's what Mi- okay, I don't understand. Okay. That's what Michigan has always been though. They've always been a nine and a half, ten win team. That 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 most years couldn't beat Ohio State. Most years. That's what they've been. I mean, that's... you hire your hardball to stop being that. No, no, they hire... hardball to beat Ohio State. You hire hardball to get into the national playoffs. And he has not yet to do that. That's kind of hard to do. That's kind of hard to do. Into the playoff? Come on. The playoff? Come on, nah. Now, that's, that's... that 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 that's a bit. That's a bit much. But throughout the years that he's been the head coach at Michigan State, Notre Dame has been in the playoffs. Okay. Oregon has been in the playoffs. Uh, Oklahoma has been in the playoffs. And I'm glad that you named those schools. Oklahoma doesn't have a, a, of Ohio State in their conference. Texas, Texas has been Texas has been struggling, and they lost two games so far this year. Oregon, I mean, they they kind of run the Pac-12, and then you mentioned Notre Dame. Notre Dame, it's 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 Notre Dame. I mean, I think that's I think they're a bit overrated as well too. But that's neither here nor there. You, you, I think you're, you're overstating Michigan. You're overrating Michigan just like a lot of fans do. A lot of so, fans overrate Michigan. So what you're telling me is that Michigan need to be in the Pac-12. No, 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 no. In the Big Ten. No, they, 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 they need to remain in the Big Ten. But I'm saying... They, they, this is what they always have been. This is what they always have been. This is this is what they always have been. A ten, a nine, ten win team. Jim Harbaugh, that's what he's gotten them back to. Because before Jim Harbaugh, they had Brady Hoke, and with Brady Hoke, they was winning six games, six games, six seven games a year. But Harbaugh has taken them, elevated them to back to a nine and ten win team. I mean, okay, so, it, it, in his so, years at Michigan, 
He has three 10-win seasons and two a 1-9-win season and a 1-8-win season. That's what Michigan's always been. 10 and 3, 10 and 3, 10 and 3, 9 and, nine and 4. Like, that's what Michigan has always been. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, am, <laughs> that's what they always have been 10 and 3. Good enough to get to the bowl game. I mean, and so, I mean, it, if, it, if, 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 that's, if that's the relevancy. <laughs> that uh, that keeps uh, Harbaugh his job, then that's cool. I mean, <laughs> you can't get rid of nobody until you find a until you find a replacement. And I don't know who can uh, replace Harbaugh right. and have uh, the impact at Michigan than him. Right. So you know that makes sense. I mean, I mean, who you gonna who you gonna replace him? But. I understand it. Now, like I said, I wouldn't be paying him $8 million just to lose to Michigan State and Ohio State and not win no Big Ten championships. I get that part. I understand it because I look at that price range. I look at that salary range, and that's 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 uh, that's Nick Saban. That's Dabo Swint. Those guys win national championships. They get to the playoff. They get to the college football playoff. Now, $5 million just to keep Michigan relevant? Yeah, sure, sure. That's Harbaugh. That is Harbaugh. I'm with you. I'm with you. And by the way, um, speaking of predictions, I... um, I'm gonna um I'm gonna I'm gonna stick my neck out here. It's the first, the Pac twelve is back. I'm gonna I'm gonna predict that Herm Edwards and the Arizona State Arizona State, they go on the road and they beat U- USC at USC. And I, that's that that's what I'm going with. <clears throat> well, I think USC is in shambles right now, so I wouldn't um, put it past it. <laughs> yeah, Herm Edwards. I think he goes. He 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 has Arizona State on track. I think he goes to um. They go to U. They go to Cal. They go to Cali, Southern California, and they beat USC tomorrow. Um. Now I I got I got some games that I want to get your take. Uh, you 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 kind of gave it away a little bit, but Baltimore and Indianapolis. Who do you have win that game? And this is the last thing. I think uh, I think the Colts can get Baltimore. Um, okay. I really like their defense, mm-hmm. and I like their offensive line, and uh, I like the way that they uh, uh, control the clock because they 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 do uh, they have long drives. So um, I'm thinking if they're able to do that, they can beat Baltimore in his own game. Okay. Baltimore like to control the clock as well. Right. They like to be do ball control. Okay. And then the Sunday night game versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints Sunday night football. It's a lot of implications. Oh, mm. that's gonna be a good game. Um, 
AB playing. If Michael, too. if Michael Thomas plays, Michael Thomas is playing as well. They have a chance. Uh, New Orleans have a chance. Um, and we get to see because Antonio Brown supposed to be activated to play as well. Yep. So we get to see the debut of Antonio Brown. Um, I think he's probably going to be on the snap count. So we probably maybe get about maybe 15 snaps. Okay. Um, and, and Michael Thomas may get a, may be on the snap count as well. Um, so we might not see both of them a lot. But um, um, if the defense can hold Alvin Kamara, um, Tampa Bay wins. I, I like Tampa if, Bay. If, I, if, 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 if Alvin Kamara has a good game, um, New Orleans can win. New Orleans can win the game. But, yeah, I like Tampa Bay. Um, I like the game. way the defense is playing, so uh-huh. I, I'm gonna pick Tampa Bay. Yeah, I, I like how Tampa Bay's been playing. Uh, I'm just not huge on New Orleans like everybody else. I, I'm just not. Drew Brees' arm is dead. Um, he, he, I think he has a he has a shoulder injury, so I, I'm not even sure how that's gonna like fare. I think Tampa is gonna be physical this time. They they New Orleans did beat Tampa Bay week one, but that you know Mike Evans was hurt. Uh, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady's first game as a Buccaneers, a lot of hype going behind it. I think, but I think now they're starting to get the groove. They're on a win. They're on a winning streak. Offensively, they get AB. Um, so it, it it should be pretty interesting. And New Orleans does get Michael Thomas back. I think that'll help. That'll help keep it a little bit closer. But I I, I take the Buccaneers. I take the Buccaneers. I think yeah, it's yeah. I think it's gonna be a good game, though. It's gonna be a really good game. I can't wait. So Lee, I'm gonna let you go. Um, thank you for coming on. Uh, you know, so I'm gonna get you back on here before the playoffs start. Before, probably even sooner than that. Before the playoffs start in the NFL, get your predictions. Uh, I think. I mean, judging your predictions, uh, you know, before the season started. It's been going pretty well. I mean, some teams have flamed out, but it's been you've been you 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 predicted pretty accurately. Yeah, you know, I know I know a little bit of football, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but always, always a pleasure, my brother. Yes, sir, Lee. Thank you for coming on. No problem. Thank you. Talk, talk to, to you later. Talk to you later. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> so that is it. Um, let me see. Where, where? Oh wow! So that is it, guys. Um, let's give Lee some round of applause. Let's give Lee some round of applause. Great having Lee, Coach Lee, coming on to the pod. Uh, well needed. Um, had to school him a little bit, but he he knows his stuff. He knows his he knows his stuff. Pretty long conversation. Good. This is a great pod for you guys. No need to fear. The IKP was here today. Um, I'm gonna let you guys go. 
I, you know, I'm not going to give you guys my predictions. Great convo with Lee, Coach Lee. Uh, you guys, you know, pull down the anxiety, the anxiety levels of uh, of the election. It's going to be all right. Calm down. Chill, chill, chill. But without further ado, I'm going to let you guys go. Great pod today. This is some good, a lot of content. So if you want to, I'm going to break it down, give you, give you guys the... The t- the times the the, the timestamps or my editor or whatever they give you guys the timestamps. <laughs> um, but without further ado, I'm gonna let you guys go. Peace, deuces, and I am out. Enjoy.